Hi, Mom. Hi, Judd. Hi. It's uh, it's several hours after we ended the show this morning, and my guest brought her mom along. That was a bit of a surprise, but it was it was nice to have her there and hear the perspective. And so I, uh, you know, I said on the air, well, Mom, meaning my mom, if you're listening, you know, give a ring. You can get in on this. And you often do call, but but you didn't. But you... You didn't on purpose, apparently. I did not call. I heard you say that on, on the air. And at the time you said it, I was just putting some toast in the toaster <laughs> oven. Very busy with breakfast. But Anna was is so interesting. And everything she said was just fascinating. The conversation was going great. And her lovely mother was there. And I felt that she more than beautifully represented a, a mother aspect of, you know, of... of for me, so okay. I didn't. I felt one mother was just handling it great. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, and I got. To, I get to see you now. I know. I'm so happy to see you. Thanks yeah. for coming by. My pleasure. Oh, Judd, something I noticed. Uh, what happened to Mad Libs? Oh, the Mad Libs. Okay. Well, good. Good point you bring up. We didn't do them, and that was uh, by design. And I even mentioned this. Anna, as you probably heard, was. One of the few guests that actually has listened to several of my shows before coming That was very impressive. (laughs) Good for you, Anna. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) So she was expecting them, but I said, you know, and she knows the routine. I usually look up the person's website or an article about the person, a biography about the person, and then they rewrite it into a comedic bit, and they're not aware it's about them. So I looked up, you know, some things about... Anna, pretty much all of the mentions in the paper and the newspaper articles were her reporting about fatal car accidents or motorcycle horrendous happenings um, that she was giving out the information about. And I just could not bring myself to try to make those funny. Yeah, well, I'm glad you know, I I'm glad I have a sensitive son in the room. Yeah, it just didn't seem like the right thing to do. Yeah. but we we still had a good time. We kept uh, we kept some humor in it, and there's some extra podcast content in this that you probably didn't hear on the air, Ma. So we'll get into that as well by the end of the show. Oh, excellent! I look forward to hearing that. Congratulations on that show, and Anna, thanks for being on the show and for bringing your lovely mother. You were both wonderful. It was fun. We'll hear the show in a moment. In the meantime, both my mother and I would like to invite you to visit us at Judd's Hill, our family winery at the south end of Silverado Trail here in Napa. Uh, Visiting information is at juddshill.com. And while you're online getting that, you can have a look. we got some fun videos. There's upcoming events that are always great. And you can put some of our delicious wine in your shopping cart. And just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order, which is not a bad deal. And you can get an even better order than that, a better better offer than that. I'm tongue-tied. It's these braces of mine getting tripped up. Still not used to these. You can get a better offer than that by joining the Judd's Hill Wine Club. As Lauren would say, day or night, the website goes 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you will get not only a better deal on the wine, you'll get access to all of our wines. We we, we, we do very small production runs. Uh, you'll get invitations to great events at the winery and out and about. It's just fun. That's my guarantee. It's always a good time with fine wine. With that being said, I think I'd like to just now get to the show. Bye-bye, everyone. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No sales script and no rehearsing. Live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me. I'll have a Chardonnay, a marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new.
Oh, we're on. Hi. I'm, I'm waiting for Lauren to give us the big introduction. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to say our announcer, Lauren Mole, is not with us today. He's on vacation enjoying the Grand Canyon State, Arizona. And I'm sure he's having a wonderful time. But I'm so used to him just jumping in right there. I didn't even know what to do with myself. This is Judd's Napa Valley Show, and I'm your host, uh, Judd. I can't pronounce the last name. That's what I depend on Lauren for, though. Um, Fink, 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 how does it spelled here? Fink, Finkelstein, is it Steen or Stein? Finkelstein, Finkelstein. It's going to be a good show. I'm sorry Lauren's not here. Lauren, we miss you. Looking forward to having you back. We've got a great, a great welcome back planned for you. There's going to be confetti. We're going to release birds. There's a balloon drop and uh, free champagne until noon. Um, what's coming up with me, you ask, Lauren? I'm just imagining his voice in my head right now. He always turns to me. What's new with you? Well, let me tell you something, Lauren, wherever you might be at the moment. Judd's Hill, that's my family winery. We're having our 30th anniversary year right now, and uh, we've got a big feast coming up to celebrate this. It's the Judd's Hill 30th anniversary dinner. I'm not going to tell you when or where because it's a special invitation thing, but that doesn't mean you can't be invited. But what it does mean is you have to be on our, as we call it, mailing list. You've got to come visit us and ask because we want to see you. And it's coming up this summer. I'll tell you that much. So come visit us at Judd's Hill at 2332 Silverado Trail, just one mile north of Trancus on the beautiful Silverado Trail. Let's see. Or online at Judd'sHill.com. Yucapalooza is coming up. Everyone's favorite one-night ukulele festival at Oxbow Public Market, Friday, August 2nd. It's free to attend, and it is a benefit for the Voices Youth Center here in Napa. Well, how is it a benefit if it's free? They're going to have a fabulous raffle. So while you're sitting out on the back river deck enjoying a beautiful summer evening with the sounds of ukuleles and my band, the Maikai Gents, playing our old-time Hawaiian favorites, There'll be a raffle going on and fabulous prizes. What else? Oh, yes. If you have nothing to wear, don't worry, because retro diva Melissa Grunhagen will be there with racks upon racks of gorgeous Aloha wear, vintage moo's shirts, all kinds of stuff to get into the Aloha spirit. And the Oxbow Merchants will have one night only island style specials that night. So it's always fun. It's always standing room only. It's always packed, so I say get there early. It's from 6 to 9, Friday, August 2nd, on the back river deck at the uh, Oxbow Market. Yucapalooza, bring a ukulele and get up and strum for us. What else? Kindness Day is coming up. As we say, be kind. My guest is wearing a be kind button, showing it off right now. We'll be meeting her in just a moment. But August 17th, Saturday, August 17th, will be the third annual Napa Valley Kindness Day celebration up in Yauntville. Details to come if you want to check in, check the Facebook page, Be Kind Napa on Facebook. That's a little bit more dynamic than the website, which is BeKindNapa.com, which has some information but uh, doesn't seem to get updated as often. And that's probably my own fault because uh, I should find somebody who knows how to do that. Anyway, that's all coming up. Come join us. I'm going to introduce my guest. Lauren is not here, but we still have one of his signature introductions that's been sent in via the high technology called uh, a printer. So here it is. <laughs> Are you ready for this? <clears throat> Guest. She's on the job when duty calls in. Could be a car that did stall, spin. Whatever the case, it is the goal that she keeps us all safe when on patrol. It's our radio pal from the CHP, Anna Paulson. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Anna Paulson, you are known here. Uh, you're no stranger to radio. You often appear next door on our uh, FM side, yeah. and you talk about what's going on with the California Highway Patrol. You are an officer yourself, and today you are here not only as an officer of the CHP, but really more so just as you. Yes. You're not really representing anything. We'll talk a little bit about your life in law enforcement, but this is... I just wanted to have you here because you're a very visible person in our community. You do um, many events that the public attends, and you yes. talk about safety and the CHP. You're on the radio. Uh, how, I mean, I almost always would see you here. Was it weekly? Is Bob it, and I, have, we go back. Yeah. We, uh, oh, my gosh, I think I was the public information officer maybe five, four years ago. Right. Yeah. It's been a while. 
We have a great public information officer now, um, but Bob and I run into each other around town, and we ran into each other at the grocery stores. How that ha- how this happened? I pop into you. I, you know, I yeah. run into you from from time to time, and yeah. it, it, so you were one of these people that you're just around town. So like, we should get to know you as a person, person, and oh, not I just the woman that. in uniform. So yes. I'm really glad that you that you were able to come in, and we can just talk. And I, I was trying to think back because I've, I've known who you are for quite some time, and I, I, I'm trying to remember how we first. Met. I know my kids were very impressed with you after that first meeting, and this is, goes back a few years. So I'm it tr- does. That's right. And I don't think somebody did rear end uh, my wife's car while she and the kids were in there, and some CHP did show up. But okay. but that was more recently. We already knew you. So was it something before oh, that? But man. I remember. See, this is what happens when you well, become that, a mom. You get mommy brain. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I know that my kids after we had. However it was yeah. that we met you, we yeah. met you, and they like, wow, she was so nice. And, I feel like you, know, it was you were in uniform. Those, it was official. Yeah, it was one of those, maybe one of those safety fairs. Up at, was it at the firehouse up in St. Helena? It could have been. I think we went to one and of those many. Back. This is quite yeah. a few years. Yeah. But anyhow, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll never know. One of those mysteries of the ages, mm-hmm. how we first uh, first met. But my, my kids have been impressed with you ever Thank since, you. and I, I thought that was cool. And so I just want to know who you are. So you are you your fixture here. You're in the CHP. Is and sh- I'm going to give away something right now. Oh, please, so yeah. maybe I can ask this other person. Oh, here. this other person next you're, to me. You're, Listen, you're, don't leave home without <laughs> this person. Who, you know, thank God has forgiven me for my <laughs> teenage years. But I mean, seriously, gave her a run for her money. This is um, your mom. This is my. You brought mother. your mom with you today. Hi. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, get right on on that mic. We want to hear from you. Looks like I, I, all over it, Mom. Yeah, there you go. I was I was going to ask Anna about her background. If her family was in law enforcement, how she got into it. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just ask you. No, go ahead. Either one of you can answer this. Now, are you? I know you've been around the valley a long time. Are you a Napa Valley native? Have you guys? I was born and raised um, mostly in Santa Rosa. Oh, just not too far. Yeah, not, not far at all. My senior year, I was moved um, to Sacramento, the outer parts of Sacramento. And then I came right back to Santa Rosa for college, uh, where I worked at Long's Drugstore, the best drugstore in town that no longer exists. Um, So, shameless plug gone silent, I guess. But that's where I met my husband. At Long's Drugs? At Long's Drugstore. Wow, what yeah. in the back then they had like a cigar aisle. I remember because as a teenager, uh, you, I, I remember buying a box of cigars, and I was probably not even old enough to do it. But I just won yes. a class president election, and I wanted yes. to hand out cigars, right? And they sold them to me. They did, yes, and and Polaroid film, and yes, yeah. um, and those pies that we all used to eat on our breaks that you know never affected us and now we can't even touch the packaging you know which pie like the those, hostess yeah those uh, pies that pudding had filled the pies filling, or the fruit pies yes, yes the fruit pies now i met him um i worked there i got a job there when i first moved back into town and mm-hmm. he was already employed there uh-huh. stocking shelves and breaking down boxes and we were both going to college for the same thing administration of justice okay so you're you're on track to get into law yes. enforcement already. Yes, I had gotten a scholarship in high school for law enforcement, and uh, we just started talking and hanging out. And I don't know. She looks so at mom. She later. looked over at mom many like years later. <laughs> like as, 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 you looked over at your mom like, and I'm not going to say any more about this at the moment. A few years where that's yeah. okay. That's okay. But now I'm gonna I'm gonna direct this question towards your mother. Did she show signs growing up of being a very um, – what, what what we would think of as somebody who would get into law enforcement. Was she very organized? Was she a rule follower? <laughs> was she trying to uh, make sure everybody we're was – We're out of time. We're out of time. Okay, thanks for listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. We'll see you next week. Uh, um, I – Early on, thought that she would be a lawyer because okay. she was so adept at arguing and oh. um, <laughs> being able to win her point. So, but I, it wasn't a real surprise that no. she went into law enforcement. Law enforcement is varied and it can go in many different directions. Mm-hmm. That she ended up on the road was a, a little bit of a surprise. But, you know, it, it just happened. But, but not a big shocker, it seems. No. Okay. So, what, no. so, Anna, what was it that drew you towards 
this life and this career path? I, you know, I'm, I tell people when they ask me that I'm the oldest of three. And so I have this bossy nature already. And then I, gosh, it was an incident in the middle of my eighth grade year where I saw a woman beating her child in the food for less parking lot. And yeah. And so I was walking home with my cousin. She and I looked like little Bobsy twins and, and I just, I didn't even, I didn't even hesitate. I just went up to her and told her, you touch the child again and I'm going to call the cops. And this is before cell phones. Mm. Um, And I don't know, that moment for me was it just set something deep inside. And I had already had kind of an interest, but that for me was kind of a defining moment yeah, where yeah, I, I thought I can make a difference. So you fast forward many years, I graduate college, I apply to the highway patrol and I get my first office down in West LA and I still have that, I can make a difference mentality and, mm-hmm. and they try their hardest, you know, you're going to, you're going to lose that, but uh, no, Wait, they don't want you to have that uh, feeling that you can make a difference. What you know, for some people, it, it is a job, and mm. for other people, it's a calling. And yeah. so, for me, it just has always been a calling. Yeah, to, this like is it. what I need to do. And there have been opportunities for me to fail. I'm just grateful that that hasn't happened. And I still, I've got 21 years on the job, and I still mm. go out there to make a difference. And that's the amazing part about. My job, my the job that I go to do, like you come here and you do your job. What I love is in my day, I never know what's going to happen and I never know what impact I'm going to make. And some days I, I go back home and I think, okay, didn't really make an impact. And then Ooh. I have three boys looking at me and, you know, and that reality comes into play of here's your impact opportunity. You oh, know? sure. Yeah. I mean- but. Early on, that was, for me, a changing event. And then just always having that desire for justice um, just has always been my nature. Okay. Well, that's great. I mean, it's definitely coming from within within you, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah. So it's not just a job. It's something you really feel compelled to I do. be out there helping folks out and, yeah. as you say, making a difference. That, that's wonderful that you are able to do that. Yeah. I think the education part of it for me is what's so wonderful and that can happen. And I've mentioned this before. The education part can come in a citation or that education can come at a safety fair, you know, that we have. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's fun the different ways that I can come into contact with people. We just had Bottle Rock and yeah. that was so much fun. Now, were you working that yeah. or were you? No, she wasn't working. <laughs> she was just getting so. paid for having fun. Oh, oh yeah. But you were in uniform. Though. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And that's the thing. If you have a job <laughs> that you love, it really feels like that. You know, yeah. it just, we, a bunch of us were out there working all weekend long and in the rain on Sunday, yeah. crazy, but just having people, strangers, people, tourists that come from out of town, making contact with them and encouraging them to have a safe day and just changing their perspective of of law enforcement or their perception of what law enforcement should be, you know, a smile, the whole be kind Mm. concept is my favorite, you know, and, and listen, we're all human. We all have those days where people might've been stopped by me and they did not sense the be kind part. (laughs) Um, I can imagine. Yes. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. Would you like some of those buttons to like, give out as you <laughs> give citations? Oh, man. Or- yeah, we, you know, you see different sides of people when you um, make enforcement contacts with them. Um, and it's just so challenging sometimes to maintain that be kind mentality yourself. Mm. Um, but I don't know what we tell our children what my parents taught me is don't let other people's behavior affect who you are yeah, i think that's wise yeah. it's not always easy to do no. but it's good to at least keep that absolutely. in mind absolutely so yeah my dad my dad is known for um looking over at me he's a quiet man but you know he'll act justly love mercy walk humbly that's his that's his push for me. That's a nice philosophy. Uh, stressing the high, the the back part of walk humbly. So <laughs> that's, I think those are wise words. Good yeah. words to live by. Now, okay, so I know you came here, and we're going to talk about kind of just who you are yes. as a person, not necessarily yes. as officer yes. Anna Paulson, but Napa resident yes. Anna Paulson, who people see out and about as mm-hmm. officer Anna Paulson, mm-hmm. but. Just let's get a few things out of the way okay, in your official. Let's do this duty. If that's and by the way, I do appreciate. 
that I did get a note. I'm telling the listeners right now. Okay. Last night, asking, should I show up in uniform? Yes. And I, <laughs> like, well, to a radio show, not I necessarily. Know. Just I know. Wait, how's my hair more. right now? Yeah, does, oh, does you look, look great. Okay? No, you're fabulous, <laughs> fabulous. Whoever does it, I want. Thank you. Uh, yes. That number because I need some help too. This toupee is getting oh, ready man. for a change. You rock it. Um, thank you very much. So you didn't come in uniform, but no. I'm even more impressed with what you are oh, wearing. Yes. And you are wearing. A Junie's Deli T-shirt. I am. Of the long, there are the three-quarter sleeve baseball yeah. du- dual color, which I had yes. as a kid. Not yes. that color combo, but I had the baseball jersey, this style yes. shirt with the Junie's Deli. One of my favorite places in the world, having grown up in St. Helena. Right. Such fond memories. Look, How I, respect, <laughs> I respect the uniform, of yes. course, yes. but this, but this uniform, hello, that's a right? whole other level. Oh, my gosh. Junie's juice? I mean, seriously. Ugh. It's so, so my good. husband grew up in St. Helena, yes. down off Oak Avenue, and we got married in St. Helena. Ah. Okay, so side note, I, I <laughs> will ahead. rabbit trail, so you have to oh, bring no, no, me back. That's fine. Okay. We jump around. It's, it's okay. totally cool. So the quick rabbit trail would be that my husband grew up under um, Father Brinkle over at St. Yeah, Helena sure. Catholic Church. So before, in 1970, forgive me, Mom, but it's all going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1970, <laughs> Father Brinkle married my parents. In Santa Rosa. Oh, really? In Santa Rosa. Wow. And so then my husband grew up under him. Um, and then. Rabbit hole, real quick. Yes, jump around, please. don't lose totally, that. Totally, I won't. Uh, last month, there was a kindness panel about compassion in the yeah. world up in St. Helena at the Cameo Cinema. They showed a short film about Dick Grace, the vintner who, who his life's mission is to help people, especially children. So he was on the panel. Father Brinkle was on panel. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Uh, Tanya Pearson of St. Helena Elementary School is on the pa- mm-hmm. panel. And my kids, the kindest kids, yes, are on the panel. The so we had another nice opportunity to hear Father Brinkle oh, speak. Oh, so cool. And he's very well-spoken and very, very wise, and he knows how to connect. He's a good guy. He, yeah. I think okay. he was – I think we were the last couple that he married before he took off for – uh, great things. I think he ended up in Africa and then eventually settled in St. Helena. Back to so, St. Helena. You know, God's providence yes. and, you know, how things uh, work out. And uh, Ann and Jared ending up in Longs in Santa Rosa. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it it's is just crazy. wild. It is crazy. Yeah. And he's a good poker player. I'm not going to tell you how I know that. <laughs> but, um, okay, so yeah. Father Brinkle marries yeah. them. Yeah. Then. So, you know, he ended up baptizing all three of our boys. Um, oh. But we would go, um, when we were new on the job and we were down, work, both working in Los Angeles, We would come when we would come up to St. Helena, the first thing that we craved the most was a Juni sandwich. Oh, so good. I mean, there's just nothing like it. And at home right now, I have Juni juice in my fridge. You keep it in the fridge. Oh, I do. Hardcore. I no, 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 no. I wasn't, I I w- that wasn't yeah. a judgment call. Like, should it be... You know, room temperature oh, right, versus right. no. It was just got, wow, I was impressed. Oh, this Again. is loyalty. Yes. Yeah, and and you know, I recently had a conversation with a coworker of mine who was more or less put off by the things on the wall, and and I realized that I too have a a different um, opinion about what's hung on the wall there, mm. but. Growing up with Junies, it was just, to me, they never pushed it. They were so kind and they were so consistent. And it's this old school deli. And it, it just was so much more than their opinion of politics. And so yeah, it kind of bridged that for me. I, th- I seem to think, I haven't been in a while, and I'm sorry to say that. I do need to get back. But it seems uh, yeah. like there's less hanging on the wall right. these days. Right. And they used to have political posters, but they were usually... Yeah. Old political posters. That's what it is. It's more or, historical for right, me. Um, right. Local uh, kids. Talent. Yeah. Exactly. Newspaper articles about local kids doing things. Right. Um, I think my picture was up once in a while for like being in a school play. A wanted post- Oh, no. I got to say something. And I'm going down. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. <laughs> Uh oh! Uh oh! Oh my gosh! I want, just got found. Do you want to mention? Oh do you want my to mention gosh. who so that is? The, I recognize uh, <laughs> this guy. He just came up to the glass and this. He so <laughs> look at him. So confidently, just walked into the front door. No kidding! I saw your face light up too. Like, but this awkward moment. Yeah, like what's going on? Here? So Go I, uh, I was the public information officer, and I went back to the road and handed the torch off to Mark Rensberger, who's very. Awesome. Oh, he's still going at it in Bob's room. <laughs> he just went to the next he's studio. He's doing the uh, You Broke My Heart uh, sign. Uh, uh, yeah, but he has now <laughs> since taken over, does a wonderful job. And oh, he's such a, he's a great local as well. He, did I say loco? No, local. Local, local. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's just having a 
a fit over there. And he's not in uniform either. No, he's not. He's, and he's, and he's but, which, and, but what I mean by that is he's not wearing his be kind button, which he often does. Yeah, see, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Our, that was not part of the training. Apparently. No, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> Junies, great yes. sandwiches, great people. Kathy Junie, when I was a teenager, and Bill Junie were so yeah. supportive of the local uh, kids. They are. And yeah. especially the ones who could use the support. Yeah. If you, you know, we can leave it at that. But they were just so wonderful and about you still lifting see, people up. You still see that, and that's yeah. It's a great, it's a great place, and it taught me because I can be very particular about my my beliefs and my opinions on things. Um, and that that conversation with my coworker taught me um, perhaps maybe when I make a sh- an assumption about something, how it affects other people. Yeah. So yeah, good lessons, but great people. So thank you for noticing my, my shirt. <laughs> no, I, how could I not? Yeah. Kathy Junie may be a reason I continued in radio. And I'll, oh, I'll try wow. to tell this quickly. But after my first couple weeks here, uh, this is in 1989, by the way. Okay. This goes, this goes back. I was a Sunday night DJ as a teenager yeah. on KVYN. And it terrified me. Even though it was like a dream come true. I just loved the idea of being a DJ. And I got this opportunity. And I did it. Now she's blowing kisses through the glass. To, I'm, I'm, hey, there's no webcam. So I'm just going to describe everything that's happening. <laughs> they're, they're, I'm trying to focus. But they're literally <laughs> making faces in the glass. Yeah, I well, mean, that's Bob and uh, Mark there. Okay. Kathy. And I was so experience. terrified yeah. at the reality. Like I wouldn't speak. I'd play the records. And I would just announce the record and then go right back to the next record. Like you? I had no flow. Again, this is 30 oh, okay. years yeah. ago. Okay. And Kathy Junie, I know she must have put him up to it. But I mean, my parents, of course, were great. Like, you should keep doing this. You'll, you'll, it's, it's a dream. Go back. They wouldn't let yeah. me quit. But I think in week two or three, there was a letter here at the station from all the girls who worked at oh, Junie's. Gosh. A lot of whom were my own classmates yeah. or I knew from school. And it was a fan letter. You oh, know? my gosh. And they said, you know, the Judd Club. Signed, yes. You know, you're doing yes. a great job on the radio. And I know Kathy put him up to it because oh. that's just the wonderful type of person. And it gave me, like, this confidence. Like, oh, look, people are listening and they're enjoying it. But see how, yeah. I mean, really, we're going back to that act of kindness. And mm-hmm. see how that repetitive, oh, she's telling me what to do. Did yeah, mom just pointed at the microphone. Get on that mic. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm an older child, <laughs> it's, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, right, touche. It's that act of kindness. It's that the Housleys, Yeah, they've got their group that they've put on Elena's Elena's voice voice. and it's just that repetition because that's what we really need Mm -hmm. of be kind and that ripple effect that you can have and for her to do that for you and to give you that boost of confidence is just um, wonderful I clearly I brought my boost of confidence right here it's it's fabulous and I saw that the phone was ringing sometimes my mom calls in I just couldn't get to it in time so mom if that was you feel free call in again we'll oh my gosh wouldn't that be wonderful (laughs) the moms could take us down yeah Absolutely. we got to take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back, we are going to um, be talking more with Anna Paulson as Anna Paulson, maybe a little bit more as Officer Anna Paulson as well, right after uh, a few words here on Judd's Napa Valley Show, KVON. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. Judd's Napa Valley Show. It is Judd's Napa Valley Show here on KVON, 1440 AM, The Voice of Napa Valley. Oh, I miss Lauren Mole. I know. He'll I wanted back. to meet him. He'll be back next week. Uh, we have Anna Paulson, known yes. to some as Officer Anna yes. Paulson, but we're talking to you today mainly as just Anna Paulson of the California Highway Patrol. Thanks for coming here, and oh, thanks for making pleasure. time, and thanks for bringing your mom. Thank you I for the invite, is... and thank you for letting her in. Yeah. <laughs> I say that now, but... <laughs> I yeah, think it's she's wonderful. been she's been a huge a huge fan. Um, I mean, what does a parent do when their child says, "Guess what? I'm going to join the Highway Patrol." Oh, and by the way, my first office is West LA. So she's been uh, she's well, been a trooper. Can I ask you what were your thoughts? Because that that sounds terrifying to me. If one of my <laughs> children, I mean, I think it's a fine line of work, and especially if you'd approach it the way that you seem to with your philosophy. Yeah. And I know you have some thoughts about how your daughter approaches it, but I mean, the reality is that is a 
dangerous, dangerous job. So what, what, were, what were your thoughts? It is a dangerous, dangerous job. Um, and, and it can be terrifying. But, you know, life can be terrifying. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't got God to depend on and to trust in, then life is terrifying. See, preach it, Mom. Um, <laughs> you know, we just accepted the fact that we can die anywhere. The bank, the 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 highway, uh, someone can blow up your home. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you just can die anywhere. So you have to just depend on God to be God, and let Him take care of her, or them, yeah. since her husband is also highway patrol. We'll talk about that. You know, so faith gave you comfort, Absolutely. but it sounds like. You were saying something during the break where it seems like your faith also lies in this woman next to you well, I, and the way she conducts her job. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm a little bit of a typical mom in that I think my, you know, my daughter is awesome. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stay humble, Dad. Uh, I'll stay humble. Yeah, I think that she has a, a lot of integrity. I think that she has allowed God to stretch her and grow her. And, uh, you know, integrity has been some of the fruit of that. She has an amazing ability that I think God gave her to detect honesty or dishonesty, hmm. and she uses that on the job, and uh, dishonesty is not one of her favorite things to hear coming from the mouth of someone that she has pulled over. Do you find she that people are often grace. dishonest when you... It's uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I, that was... And I shouldn't have, because I was a little bit sarcastic, because I would imagine most people are well, not always so forth. They're actually really... A majority of people are very quick to be honest. It's just a natural, um, I ask specific questions right away, and and it's really only a small percentage of people work on being dishonest. The rest just, listen, I caught them being late for work. That's the reality. Mm. They're running late. I caught them doing this or that. They're, distract- they're distracted. A lot of people are honest right away, but there are those that you can tell practiced. When they get stopped, here's what they're going to say. Mm. And it doesn't fit the situation or it doesn't fit the moment. And I give them an opportunity. You know, and many of us do. We give them that opportunity. But just like I tell our boys, like, you know, for instance, I'll tell them to go do something and they'll counter that. And, and I've turned to them and said, are you suggesting that I'm not being honest with you? Because if I stop someone for going... 82 and a 60 and they say oh no my speedometer said i was going 60 they're saying that i'm not being honest and and so it's one of those where we're not going to do that we're not going to put our careers on the line for someone who's going over the speed limit it's just one of those things and so it's really i do have moments in the day where someone has just downright disappointed me in in their lack of truth mm. and there's you know there's a process for that. But I, I do have a strong faith that has guided me again. I think that when you have a strong faith and you share that your um, coworkers expectations, the world's expe- expectations tend to boost you up to this level that you can't always meet. I mean, Hey, we're, I fail. And I've told my coworkers and, you know, in the world sees, I have moments where, you know, we fail, but, um, to get out there and to do the job that's apparently scary. I, I've never felt that fear. You haven't? No. Because I did want to ask you a little bit about that. But f- finish this thought and then right. I'll follow it up. And I'll, I'll segue into um, a moment where there was some. but So I guess I can't say never. But I don't know. Because of my faith, I feel like there is – he's always watching. And, and I'm accountable to him only. And, mm. and so however I am in that moment – caddy to a coworker or I don't provide grace the way maybe God wanted me to on a stop. You know, I'm accountable to him. And so that's just the way I was raised. That's, I don't know. That's just more so lately has played out in my career as I, you know, I'm 21 years on and 
when I was new on the job in Los Angeles, um, it was more learning the job. Now that I know the job so well, I have those moments where I can not necessarily relax in a lack of officer safety way, but I can relax in the job and start to focus on how can I make an impact. Mm. When you're new on the job, especially down in Los Angeles, you're focusing on surviving. You know, it's really, um, am I doing the job right? My first year on the job, my partner and I were shot at. We had a drive-by oh den on us. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where it was not my time or my partner's time, but it was down in Watts, and it was, um, that was a moment where I don't even recall fear. It was more like, oh, no, you didn't, you know, and maybe that was just the foolishness of mm. being new on the job, but it was more like, you can't do that. You know, that going back to that eighth grader, you know, walking across the parking lot going, you can't do that. I was just raised in a home where, you know, my mom sitting next to me, we weren't allowed to say, just kidding, you know, say something hurtful and then go, just kidding. No, 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 no. And so, you know, it's just being accountable to our actions. And so it kind of carried into my, my career. Wait a minute, you can't do that. And so that can come off quite self-righteous also. So I have to kind of be careful about that and constantly, you know, pray for humility. But yeah, just being able to go from West LA, I grew up in Santa Rosa, cows, Yeah, right? Small town, St. Helena, you know, dating my husband now, but St. Helena, you know, growing up in St. Helena, Mm -hmm. so small and, and then being able to travel down to West LA and my husband was, um, his first office was central Los Angeles. So this is a boy that grew up in St. Helena. Yeah goes to central Los Angeles and he experienced quite a wild ride also, you know, as a motor officer down there. Even more exposed. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean the stories that he can tell. Um, but what has been so wonderful in, in our shared faith is that the job didn't change us. We continue to try and show kindness and grace, uh, and education because we really believe in the message of our department, Mm -hmm. um, of, keeping people safe. Yeah. I mean, really, that's what it is. But, And it fits along with, we love to travel. So, hey, if we, we go down to Los Angeles and learn the area, and then we come back up here and we, you know, learn the area. But All right, we're going to get back to travel. Yes. But I, because you know how I feel about yes. that. Yes. That, it's a shared love, but we can yes. get back to that. We're going to get back to that because I do want to find And then, then we can leave all the law enforcement behind. Okay. But I'm curious because it is, and you've, you've, I think you've answered, mm-hmm. maybe you've answered it as much as you can, but if there's anything else, but because of the danger, because of the fear, because of the emotional difficulty that I imagine that job would have, I remember sitting in a, a school meeting years ago. My kids were in a preschool, and the, there were these meetings, and they'd have guest speakers, and there was a, a father who was a CHP officer. They've since moved on, but he was giving a talk about the importance of you know, car safety with the yeah. kids and the car seats, and if it were up to him... Every person, adult mm-hmm. or child, would have the three-point yes. harnesses. Yes, And he was talking about these horrible scenes that he's attended to. And and, it's, and I'm, like everybody, just sitting there like, oh, my God. And, and one woman just said it out loud, what everyone was thinking. I don't even know if she realized she said it mm-hmm. out loud. But she just said, how do you do your job? Right. Because he was talking about some of the gruesome scenes that right. he's come across. And I know you must have many of those in your history. So how do you leave that behind come and since your husband also yeah. is in the same line of work <laughs> how do the two of you leave that so that you can have a family life and raise kids and not be stressed out uh, and living on and on i could go right. on, but how, so, how my question is how right so for me i should say for my husband and i both we do have a strong faith and and so it's that ability to trust that when it's our time, it's our time, and there's no arguing with that. We're going to go when it's our time. In the meantime, we've got work to do. We've got, whether it's being there and showing strength for that um, family that was just involved in a car accident. Listen, car accidents, as anyone who's experienced one, they're violent, and they're unexpected, and they leave an impact. And sometimes it's hard for us when we've been in the sign of work for so long to remember that that was a once in a lifetime event for that person. Sometimes we show up and it's, you know, the third crash of the day. And, and so we get used to it. But, Mm. um, I think being in Los Angeles and, and having that concentrated training and experience for so many years gets you used to something. It's, It's, I don't want to say it's similar to someone in the military because I feel like they do so much more and they experience so much more. Um, 
I've got a coworker that he's explained some of the stuff that he's been through in the military and my heart goes out to him for similar reasons that you share, you know, how, how do you deal with this Mm -hmm. for us? It's our faith and good communication. Um, I think that's why we also have a good marriage after so many years is, you know, they tell us in the Academy, women officers, a hundred percent divorce rate. Well, thanks for the encouragement. Wow. Um, Oh yeah. I have read that among law enforcement, there is a high, higher than normal divorce rate. Suicide rate, alcoholism. I mean, it seems like people are not it's able to cope with the uh, right. the stress, right. but you seem to be... And listen, there have been, even up until a year or two ago, there have been dark moments. And mm. I learned a song when I was a child in Sunday school. And, you know, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, um, little mouth, what you say. Um, or um, I'm going to let my light shine. You know, these little songs that stick with us that we've taught our children whatever your belief is, some of these songs carry over to whether you believe in God or not, of being positive, showing love, and those little songs that stick in your heart. And to remember to just let your light shine. It doesn't have to be uh, Christ-centered if that's not your belief. It doesn't. It, it's just really about showing light to others and reminding yourself about hope and, and being the button we're wearing, be kind. Yeah. There's a there's a consistency here, right? And so for us, if we have an incident, we debrief it. Our middle son back in, it was like four years ago, fell on the playground, hit his head, got a brain bleed. We flew to Children's Hospital um, in Oakland for that. We were there three days. That's a traumatic, that for me has been my most traumatic event in life. He's fine, but for me, that was my most scary situation. And how do we get through that? Well, we talk about it. So many people these days uh, through texting and social media, they don't have that eye to eye contact and that heart to heart connection because we're posting and, and this and that it's that sitting with each other right here, the three of us um, and having that eye contact connection. Cause I think the eyes are the um, kind of the door to the soul. When you, when I stop someone and I look into their eyes, it's hard for them to be dishonest mm. like that. And so when you have that that horrible event that happens, it's literally sitting down with your sergeant or with your boss or with a coworker and, and rehashing the story and going through that and talking that no text message it can get, no post about how pretty my toes are on the beach, you know, we'll fix. So it, I don't know. It's just talking, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Communication. Absolutely. But eye to eye contact. That's a huge deal. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, to a lesser extent, just doing the show, I'm yeah. much, some, very rarely have I had guests who just call in. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. Mm-hmm. And they're fine, but I would much prefer to look somebody in right. the eye because you can, you can tell so much more about the meaning behind what they're saying. Right. And you, you look preferred at them. to your radio station as, oh, what was it? You're visualizing that creative side comes in, even though it's not. People can't see us right now. Oh, theater of the mind. Yes, that's what it is. You've, okay, you've yes. listened to a couple of shows. Wow. I do my homework, yes. I think this is a, I was about to turn to Lauren and say, a first, somebody who's actually listened to the show before coming on. <laughs> no, but great. it's it's just, it's important. We we do road trips every year um, with our boys. Yeah, and, let's talk about this. Okay. Let's talk about what you do for yes. fun. Let's get out of all the... Yes. Well, and it's a good segue. We okay. um, we have them listen to uh, radio programs that are, you know, previously taped radio programs, children's theater type stuff. Mm. And it's so important because as they're looking out the window of the motorhome, they're also allowed to creatively come up with this story of what they're listening to. And they each individually are coming up with, you know, three different ideas of what this person looks like, you know, but it's just a neat thing. You're still engaged. You're still looking out the window and I don't know. I, I, I do love radio. Sure helps with those commutes that I've had, but we travel every year. We go on the motor in the motorhome and we're on the road for about a month. Oh, wow. And uh, it's a, it's one of those class A motorhomes, the big windshield, um, but it's an older one and it's built for two. It's got one bedroom. And there's and five of you? There's five of us. And no part of that makes sense and sounds lovely. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> you're selling this idea. Right? Okay. But I'm telling you, we have we continue to do it because it is the best family time. Mm, I can um, imagine, yeah. It, it's, it's hard to explain, but you... You get in there and it's just you guys. And we don't, they don't do video games. 
they get a device maybe for the whole month, maybe they'll be on a device four hours total. Oh. And so we really break it up. What, what are their ages? So we've got 13, 10 on Friday. Oh. Um, and then we've got seven. So seven. Yeah. And I'm just thinking keeping a device away from a. Well, we don't have video games at home. Yeah. They're, they're three brothers. We have a cattle dog. So really, that's like three more boys. And they go in the backyard and they play with each other. Wonderful. It is. They ride bikes. They take the dog around the block. They, they're very, we're very active. And so, yeah, it's funny. You pin all of us up in a motorhome, but we travel and we've, we've driven cross country. We've met people. One of our favorite things we did last year, we roller skated in Hayden, Idaho <laughs> together. I mean, they don't know what roller skating is, right? And I got in there. And if I showed you the pictures, I look like a child in a candy store. Like, uh, I'm about ready to backward skate in so front happy. of my boys. Seriously. And this is the old school four wheel oh, skates. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I almost entered the race, you know, with the other moms, but I, I couldn't. I was, yeah. Maybe this year. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to hear about that. That's great. So. So getting out, seeing the world with the family, yeah. big, big way that you recreate and get <laughs> yes. away from... Because uh... we don't get enough driving when we're working, apparently. Mm, yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it sounds fun. It sounds like good, good family time. Yeah. Any other spots you go to or any other things you like to do to, for fun just to... Um, let's see. Gosh. You know what's fun is when you pull into a town that you've never been in and you go in and you smile and you engage the employees who maybe haven't had very many people in that day. We engaged um, the employees at Dairy Queen and Dillon, Montana is totally memorable because we just came in and we're like, hey, how's it going? How's your day? Neat town. And before long, they had all three boys in the back making their own ice creams, doing a little tour of this Dairy Queen. I mean, those are lasting impressions. I met a woman that runs a store up in Florence, Oregon, and my husband brought me in there because everything in there was made in America. And that sold him. And we, we formed this relationship, and we're going to go back and visit her oh, that's nice. this year. But we, oh, gosh, we just we love to travel. Pismo Beach. I think it's important. You probably heard me say, like, getting out, getting the kids some perspective. You know, there was (laughs) – we'll go back. We're going to go back to official life just for a second. I don't mind. As I said, we jump jump around. (laughs) We don't have a lot of time, but I just thought this was something you should be aware of. Yes. You know, I try to find out some information about uh, Uh my guests. And so, you know, I I type in uh, your name. And the first – one of the first things that came up in the search bar, it said – I wrote it down because I want to make sure I get it right. It said, Anna Paulson, CHP officer arrested. Oh, and that's thought, a good one. I like and that. And I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> am I going to have to dance around something here? Yes, am I going to have to ask moment. her about this hey, before? Hey, I told you, I, I fail at times. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't ask you if you actually have ever been arrested, but when I clicked on it, because of course I had yes, to see what I was absolutely. getting into, it was, it was basically a, a grammar issue, which oh. I talked to my kids about that clear communication, clear writing. Yeah. It said that basically it was Anna Paulson, CHP officer and then a, it was, I don't know, a, a colon mm-hmm. or something. And it was talking about somebody who was arrested yes. f- after a 100-mile-per-hour yes. chase. But it was just unclear the way it was. Yes. Right. It sounded like you were the one who was arrested. Yes. So I try not to get arrested. In case you need to yeah. defend yourself in the future against somebody. <laughs> That's out there. So you might want to yes, yes. look oh, into that. Do look into that. No, I've not ever been arrested. I'm telling you, I'm that type A personality. I never wanted to break the rules. <laughs> Did you know that that there are Yelp reviews for... Oh, that's CHP. glorious. That does not surprise me. Um, I don't know how much weight I would put on that. <laughs> well, I didn't find any reviews for you, but you could start soliciting them. There but, might be now. But there might, <laughs> folks, go on out there. Get on Yelp. <laughs> Let oh, us know man. about your interactions with yeah. – you know, I just thought this was funny. This was a, a real Yelp review. I mean, I can't talk to the integrity of the, the person right. writing it, but I like this. I think this was from the Sacramento area. And this is the actual review. Oh, we're running out of... We can keep going. Can you hang out just for a few minutes? Yeah, There's a few things I want to talk about, so... Wait, Mom, can I hang out for a few minutes? Ask Absolutely. your mother. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to read this, and then we'll probably have to sign okay. off. But we'll keep talking, and then it'll be on the podcast. Awesome. But, so here's a real Yelp review. I was pulled over by Officer Berger in the Northern Division, and I can honestly say it was my first pleasant experience with law enforcement. He was extremely nice uh, to us and let us off with a warning. 10 out of 10. Would get pulled over by him again. I loved that. Oh gosh, that's awesome. That's good. So, I like that. Like if I'm going to get pulled over, that's the, right. That's the one I want. Yeah, we are out of town. So don't 
you don't go anywhere. Mom, don't go anywhere. Uh, we got to sign off. Okay. But we'll keep recording right. and a uh, little extra podcast content. Thank you so much for coming in. It's really thank been a pleasure getting to talk to you, sit down, get to know you a little yeah, better. Thank you. Since it's usually just in the grocery store. Hey, how you yeah, doing? Yeah. So now we know a little bit more about Thanks, each other. Dad. Well, I guess we'll. I don't have. I keep looking to Lauren. He's not here to sign not, off. So yeah. I don't even know how to do this. So I'll just say. Uh, I believe in you. We will. We'll talk again next week on yes. Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. All right. So. You didn't do donuts. Is that a, is that because you're afraid to offer a cop a donut? Funny you bring that up. <laughs> and now I'm going to call you by your title, Officer yeah, Anna Paulson. Yeah, let's do this. A question that's on everyone's mind. Yes. <laughs> it's the obvious question. It was yes. so obvious you were way ahead of me on yes, this one. Yes, sorry. I do jump ahead. So it's okay. What's, what's the answer? I'm not even going to answer. I mean, I'm not going to. You're not going to ask? I'm not. No, I am not. Yes. Wait, yeah. what? See, you had the coffee <laughs> yeah. and I Who's didn't. Who's on first? You gave me Yeah. The- what's Listen. the name of the guy on second? Now you got it. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm a decaffer and, um, and all Please. this energy. Yes. Because I'm a, I talk and I talk to strangers and it's all decaf and you were so gracious to give me a cup of coffee this morning that's caffeinated so I've literally had not even a quarter of a cup and I is that all still in there look at oh yeah I can see that yeah Yeah. I it's better for you if I just pace myself (laughs) (laughs) I think it's been a great show I'm actually I'd like to see you chug the rest of that and we'll do another 30 minutes and see what happens 30 minutes I would be here literally until 2 a.m. Well, it's, I got to go to my kid's school play. I've only got 30 minutes, but well, I still like to see what I'll happens. I'll switch seats. <laughs> okay. Well, you, since you've anticipated yes, donuts. the next question, what, what's the answer? I am a, um, a huge fan of what, what is the day holding? Like what kind of feel do you have for that day? And so really the crumb is a good one. Oof. But then the no, old-fashioned the glazed is also a good one. And oh, the heavens have parted, and I see a the, pink box. Here's the pink box. So, <laughs> and then you know what? If my husband's around, we're gonna split an apple fritter. Now you yeah. were based in West LA. Yes. Did you ever go to uh, Randy's Donuts with the giant donut? Absolutely, on top the big glazed on, uh, giant donut. Manchester. Yes. I believe. Yeah. They're apple no. fritters. No, so here's the thing. When you're new on the job, don't you dare be seen in front of a donut shop. Really? Oh, gosh. Well, tell it, me about this. Yeah, don't Here. you? No, go ahead. I'll offer no, you the donuts for because I don't want to interrupt no. the, okay. you're looking longingly at this box, but I'm still, I'm going to tease good. you with it. I want to hear the end of this story. <laughs> but I, you're on vacation. <laughs> I am on vacation. Nails are painted, hair's down. I'm on vacation. Yeah. Junie's um, t-shirt. Junie's t-shirt. Sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, jeans with holes in them. Okay, um, so you're not to be seen. Is this like, is this... Cop culture? What are we talking about? This it's is like really, a thing where you're not supposed to... It's, it's ammunition for anyone looking. Oh, for heaven's sakes, yes. You know, and now with cell phones making little memes and, and videos oh, of people. Oh. Honestly, who who doesn't like a donut? So, oh, yeah. But really, it's the image of cop and the donut. Now, listen, I go into buttercream quite often. I have three children, and I can't always make cupcakes for their birthday. <laughs> yeah. And listen, they're the children of two police officers, so... Mm-hmm. We're doing donuts. And you go in in uniform. It's part of our training. You know, I try not. You try not to. to. Okay. Because you know, personal business on duty. But every now and then, you know what? My favorite thing to do is to go in early in the morning. I'll pick up a box of buttercream, and I generally cover North County, and I work with great county guys and and women, men and women who work for the county, men and women who work for Caltrans, the state, and. These people are my beat partners because mm. once I go up there, I'm kind of alone and mom, don't listen. Dad, don't listen. <laughs> but I go up there. And I'm not listening. There you go. <laughs> okay. okay, listeners, it's just you and I. But I'll, I'll take a buttercream box and if they're working a closure or they're working uh, one-way traffic because they've got trees that they're trying to repair or the roadway they're trying to make better for our commuters. And I just love offering them a donut. Mm. They've been stuck out there who knows how long. Yeah, you've made their day. How often do they get a fresh buttercream donut? I mean, it's these small it is. acts of kindness. It is. And guess what? Next time I need, I've got a rock slide and I'm working the mountain. It, it doesn't matter if it's me or a coworker. It's that kindness that they remember. You know, it, listen, these guys are just as important as me, as, and they're just as important as the commuter that's taking that route every day. And listen, if a box of donuts makes a day, I mean, come on, it's just simple. And. 
Okay, then I'm not going to hold this from you any longer. Here's a box of donuts. <laughs> Let's make your day. Let's see what we got. All right, yeah. Sushi. Oh, my gosh. There's a little, little, little assortment. Pink. Oh, I l- is this like an apple cider? That is. That is the okay. apple uh, spice glazed cake donut. That is a is favorite delicious. also. And here's why. Uh, apple cider donuts in New Jersey in the fall. Talk f- right into that, oh, Mike. I want to hear about this. Apple cider donuts in New Jersey in the fall. Yeah. We went there maybe, gosh, 16 years ago. Um, we flew a round table pizza out <laughs> to my cousin on the red eye because she's pregnant. And we visited them in the fall. And she was craving round table pizza. So that's what we did for her. And for what she did for us was she took us to... Um, one of these farms, and we had apple cider donuts for the first time. Like the kind where you eat two before you realize how many you just ate. Yeah, I mean, sounds great. I've... It's just horrible. But um, so that's what that takes me back to. So I'm going with that one. Okay. I see the maple old-fashioned, and if I had a knife, I would cut them in half. I'm that person that cuts them in half. I cut chocolates in half. Well, so there goes my Yelp review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this... That box is for you. You can take that. What? You get coffee and donuts. Really? And it's not because you're an officer of the law. It's just what I like to give to my guests. But, oh, wait. Oh, oh my gosh. Go ahead. Sorry. I, again, good. we don't have the webcam, but you just took a you took a piece off that. You took a whiff and your face. Yes. It, it was like, um, yeah. it, it just transformed into this vision of ecstasy for a split second. Yeah. You've yet to take a bite, but you're no, holding it in your... In your manicured, yeah. uh, painted <laughs> nails that you're on vacation, so you yes. can have those. You're just waiting for the moment. And mom maybe wants to – it looks like she might want to say something. So that's your chance. If she says something, you can take a bite of that donut. She savors life. I do. I right tell. down to the donut. Coworkers crack tell. open their sodas or their drinks. And that's – it's just taking that smell that – it's just taking it – it's hard to explain. It's a little wackadoodle, but it's just stopping and savoring the moment. Absolutely, you need to take you need to take those moments to enjoy what life offers up. It's you know it's the proverbial stopping to s- smell the roses, mm-hmm. and you are. Now I'm going to ask you a long, drawn out mm-hmm. question. So <laughs> you're chewing the donut. Mm-hmm. No, let's take a moment. No, just enjoy. <laughs> we'll let our listeners it's reflect so while you're enjoying that. Listeners, just reflect for a moment on something that brings you happiness, mm-hmm. and the memories that go with it. Really? You're back in New Jersey at this uh, back in New Jersey. fall mm-hmm. cider mm-hmm. tour. Yeah. And donut. then trying to recreate that in my own kitchen with my children and trying to share with them that memory. Mm. Absolutely. That was really good. Okay. I didn't eat all of it. I had that, I had that little bite. Right, well, you take the box you know, at your Thank leisure, you. bring it to the family or whoever you, you want to share with. I'm going to ask you one other thing, and this is, this is kind of goofy. But I was shown earlier a photo, like kind of your official <laughs> portrait as an officer in the California Highway Patrol, and you're wearing a necktie. Oh, <clears> gosh, <throat> yes. So a lot of people may not believe it, and I'm exposing myself. I'm going okay. against, I think, the reputation I have in town. You may not know this about me, but mm. the uh, Huffington Post called me oh, Napa's uh, <laughs> dapper man of style. Nice. That's, that's actually Looking at true. your shirt right now, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I have no reason to believe it looking at your shirt no, right now. No, seriously. Is a, that's this is classic. This kind of a kooky one. Um, Dad had that same or similar what? shirt, I feel. This is different, like a, different colors. With a brown leather jacket. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is sort of a Hawaiian primitive bark cloth You print. need your um, authentic Mai Tai yes, and lime you know, juice. You have listened to I've the show. I've done my homework. Yes. Okay, well... And have you've won many a fan, seriously. <laughs> All right, one of these days when nobody's on duty or driving anywhere, we'll have to do Mai Tais, proper this. Mai Tais, we'll do it. In a shot glass. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Finally, found somebody who's tuned in. This is incredible <laughs> to me. So where were we going? Oh, he's, you can come in if you want. Oh, Invite him there's in. Mark Does he want to join us? Come here, Mark. You can come in. He saw the donut box. That's what it was. All right, hey, we have Mark. Officer Mark Rensberger here. He is just coming in to give. Oh, I thought you were giving mom a kiss. I we thought that's donuts. Was, <laughs> it, yeah, there's a don- that's one what donut. That's what you saw. Wow, I know those it. are delightful. See, okay. yeah. it's part of our training. Come on, come on in. I, I got to go to, uh, do some car seats at the office. Oh. Free car seat installations. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do the plug real quick. Uh, oh, if somebody, the, when we had kids, we heard that we could go down to the office here uh, on Golden Gate and have it inspected and, yeah, and yeah, help I us install it. So can you give a plug for yeah, that? Yeah, all service? you have to do is call the office, uh, make an appointment uh, with, usually it's myself, but we have some other technicians, but it's a free service we offer. 
we inspect and install car seats to make sure they're incorrectly because 90% of them are not incorrectly. So we want to make sure that kids that are, are safe in, this, in the car. Installed correctly. Yes. Not in. That they're incorrectly installed. 90% of seats. 90% of seats are installed incorrectly. Yeah. Okay, yes. gotcha. So, and this isn't a time when we're going to check your license also and we're oh, going to look no. at your registration. This is not a time when we're going to check if you have a front plate. We literally want babies and children in these vehicles secured properly, and that is the only thing. So if you have someone who's nervous around law enforcement, please, all we care about is getting these children secured properly and, and educating you again goes back to that education that the high patrol is really big on is getting these children in these car seats correctly yeah sorry well, i'm glad to hear you That's say that because i could imagine some people not going for this very valuable service i mean the safety of children is paramount yeah. because they might well my registration's lapsed or my, and right. you're not doing any of that no. type of no no you're no. not running plates you're nope. not doing anything except no. putting in the seats yeah we're just teaching okay Parents, grandparents, you know, caretakers. caregivers. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. How to put the seat in correctly so they can take it out when need be and reinstall it when they need to. And we can come to you if you have a, a parking lot and you want to have many a parents attend. If you have a daycare center or preschool. Yeah, we just we just did an event at uh, Shear Elementary mm. last week uh, with the Napa with the Napa Car Seat Coalition, and we were there for two hours. I think we inspected or installed over 30 seats and we found about seven or eight that were expired or you should not be used anymore the seats themselves right and And they check for recalls yeah Yeah. a lot of people don't even realize that seats have an expiration date. yeah about six years and why is that uh they're plastic yeah it's hard plastic it weathers absolutely okay if you're in a traffic collision your insurance is required to replace that so yeah, that's something that people don't know. But it's an opportunity to, to have that conversation with people also, and it changes their perception of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Okay, we'll go. All right, Glad you I'm going to go sa- Thanks, save Mark. some children. Right. Thanks for popping in. <laughs> go save Thanks for having me. Yeah, come on back. You're not going to take a donut? Come on. You can have a donut. Sorry, Mom. I'm going to take this one. <laughs> what, what is that one? The maple <laughs> old-fashioned. Somebody got the maple old-fashioned. Old All right, yeah. well done, well done. That's a favorite. All right, so. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, yes. Style and fashion. Yes. You're, All right, you're so I've got this it. reputation yeah. in town as uh, of, I dress for the occasion. Yeah. That's my thing. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the air. But, hey, I like to be honest. My life may not be an open book on the air, but I will expose this. You're in a safe bit. place. Sorry. I, I feel like I, can do I that am without laughing. Okay, no, I feel like I'm in a safe place. I know um, there's a broader listening audience, and I just hope they will be understanding and show grace, people. Show grace, please. And and honestly, I say this because I want help. This is me crying out for this help. This is the first step. This is the we first step. I'm together. admitting it, and then I'm going to get help. I only know one knot for a necktie. So together we will go down in history. <laughs> Listen, That's those it. ties that you see, hmm, how do I do this? Are they pre-tied? Are hmm. they kind of like the fake knot and you just clip it on? Let's just say that if I walked through one of those metal detectors, oh. it's going to go off. Really? Seriously, we have those in pocket ready because when we put on our jacket, <laughs> uniform policy states that we will have either a turtleneck or... Or a necktie. And it's a clip situation, people. Mm. You do not want me on the side of the road. Okay, looping around. Eyes on traffic. You clip that in and you call it good. It matches the blue down that pant leg. Okay. I mean, snap and pop right there. Here's what we're doing. And you're going to join me in this. Oh, no. Are we going to do a how-to YouTube video? No, we're not. No, no. And that's my problem. I've looked. I've gone on YouTube because they're all out there. Like, whatever knot you want to learn. There's some great, you know, depending if I'm going to like a... Or not learn. It depends. You know, sometimes I want that 60s mod look with the skinny... And you need a certain kind of knot. And sometimes you're more old-fashioned and I need it. My husband, he can. I mean, going back to Long's Drugstore, that's what attracted me to him was that tie... Really? That cheesy long drugstore tie, the khaki pants, and the green vest. Are you kidding? Well, well. Yeah. I hope he he's listening. <laughs> Maybe he'll uh, treat <laughs> you. You're on vacation. <laughs> yeah, when you come home, he'll be <laughs> Yeah. It, it, seriously, he learned to tie those neckties. They had to wear ties and collared shirts. Mm-hmm. And so he can do a tie. But he wears the motor bow tie. Oh, can he tie a 
Tie a bow tie? Uh, see, I want to learn how to. I've got some beautiful bow ties, but they they're real, and I'm not yeah. very good. So I'm not good at the YouTube. I can watch someone do it yeah. on video, but it doesn't always translate. I need somebody like right there, like no, you're you're like showing me there what has I'm to doing be someone wrong. Out there, and I've mentioned this to uh, Thea down at Wildcat Vintage downtown. Oh yeah. I said, how about a workshop night? It would be geared towards guys, but. But I have three but, young boys. That would be a boys? great thing. I mean, anybody. Yes. Ladies, of course, very welcome, especially since you need to wear a tie. tie although yours is already tied for you, apparently. It's an officer safety. Um, you, you have uh, somebody there do a workshop, like yes. maybe learn a few, three, four different knots. Yes. Maybe a bow tie and three other necktie knots. There's cocktails, perhaps that proper Mai Tai involved, and it could yes, be like in the, the evening yeah, after their normal operating hours. Yes. She could sell ties like at that. the moment. I think that'd be great. Yes. I think that, I think that's good. I like that. Well, there you heard it. Yeah. The official word. We're going to make that happen. All right. Enough of this nonsense. Um, <laughs> you probably, you're on vacation. You probably I have am. fun things to get to. Donuts yeah. and uh, maybe a day with Ma. If she's here. <laughs> yeah. And I thank you both for coming in. This really has been a lot it's of fun. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Y'all come back now. Yeah. We're going to do that. Uh, we're going to sign up for that mailing list. Yeah. Judd, just Judd's Hill. get the, get the. Get the info on what's going on. We hopefully we'll see you over there. Yeah, thank you. All right. I'm trying to think. What's a good sign off? What would Lauren Mole say if he were here? I still want to meet him. You've Lauren, never met the man. No, and Lauren is that was a name that I had on my list for children's names. So Lauren yeah. Lauren is a is dear oh. in my heart. So And he's such a character. He I literally is. if he's uh when he's back on back him. from vacation, hop yeah. into uh uh, Knob Hill, okay. if you're in that area. They made our wedding cake. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. He but, didn't, I don't think. Well, he's well, I don't know, He's only been there a few <laughs> years. And, but he is uh, one of the most courteous courtesy clerks. It's wonderful. And uh, he's funny. He's uh, <laughs> When I go in there, he always um, makes a point, well, of course, saying hi and helping yes. me out, yes. which he's great about. But then after I pay and I'm leaving, he'll always tell the next customer, whoever it is in line, like, you know, that was Judd of Judd's Napa Valley Show. That's and wonderful. We do this radio. Yes. Like, he's great about telling people, yes. like, plugging it. Yes. I love that. That's good. Well, thanks for being a guest on Judd's Napa Valley it's Show. My and I'll look forward to uh, you. having you back for any updates, whatnot. If there's anything in official capacity you want to get out there, or just to hang out and eat donuts and drink Mai Tais, we'll do it again. There we go. <laughs> Judd's Napa Valley Show.